he arrived in one of the two helicopters. Then the, the first one disgorged its contents, led by uh, Archbishop Marchinkus. I went forward to meet him, and he said, where's the papal transport? And I said, we don't use the papal transport. <laughs> yeah, we do. Anyway, he only the Pope only had to walk a short distance on a red carpet from where the the uh, helicopter landed to the uh, the altar which we'd used for the Mass and which he was going to use for his address. So he gave the, the address there. It was, um, say, a fairly conventional one of praise for the, the local church. I mean, the, the details go on forever. You know, the, the first idea was that the... Uh, the mounted police were going to escort uh, the Pope, I think they I think they called it a seven-mile journey, into Liverpool. But by the time they'd done all the timing, they reckoned the horses couldn't keep it up for seven miles at the speed we needed to go. So we went back to the ordinary uh, motorcade. The, the police reckoned that there were a million people on the streets uh, eventually, which is more than the population of Liverpool, of course. And the phenomenon was this, that people were watching on their televisions and came out just as they needed to. Uh, so there wasn't a static crowd there, you know, with their uh, packed lunches. They just came out when, when it was time to come out. The Pope made a great many ecumenical visits during this trip. He did stop at the Anglican Cathedral in Liverpool and was welcomed by the Right Reverend David Shepherd, who That's was right. Bishop of Liverpool back then. I mean, that, it was a very big um, part in our preparation here. Archbishop Marcinkus came over on two occasions to go through the the overall plan with us and wasn't at all seized of the idea of uh, the Pope going to the Anglican Cathedral saying, if we do that here, we'll have to do it everywhere. Of course, Archbishop Warlock would be very um, emphatic about the distinctiveness of doing it here. So we made the bid, and uh, so Archbishop Marcinkus came round. I think it was... It was a, I know it was a Sunday evening. We'd arranged to go over to the Anglican Cathedral to meet the dean there and uh, Bishop Shepherd, and to talk through what the plan was, what would happen if. So we went through all the paces of how the Pope would be received, where he'd go, what he'd say, when he'd come back. And um, really played all our cards the best advantage. The dean was Edward Patey at that time, who was a very ecumenically minded man. And um, so we played all our cards, and I remember vividly standing in front of the sanctuary in the Anglican Cathedral at the end of the hour or so we'd spent. This is still not knowing whether this is going to happen or not. And um, Marchinkus standing pensively looking down the cathedral, and after what seemed like an eternity, it was probably all of about 20 seconds silence, I said, OK. <laughs> and that, that was the day's work done. <laughs> it was quite a dramatic moment waiting for that OK. Essentially, the, the idea was that we would simply say the Lord's Prayer together in the Anglican Cathedral. What would you say your abiding memories are of the trip? <laughs> well... One, I suppose, again, is the thing that people see and ask you about. When the Pope arrived at our cathedral, there was a little line-up to receive him, consisting of the auxiliary bishops and myself. Archbishop Wallach was travelling with him on the Pope-mobile. So we were lined up at the entrance to the sacristy. And, again, you'd have to know the geography to, to... picture it exactly but over the sacristy entrance there is a parapet on which there were numbers of people of course standing and craning over to look so as the 
Holy Father arrived at the sacristy door. Archbishop Warlock presented each of us and uh, said, this is Monsignor Malone, who's, arranged, who's done all the arrangements for your visit in the north of England. Uh, to which the Pope replied, as I explained to people who said, what did he say? I said, I think he said, ugh. But then, having said ugh, he looked up to this crowd of people above the sacristy and waved to them in a benevolent kind of way. And then I was standing shoulder to shoulder with him at the time. And this is one of the pictures that appeared on the the, the calendar that was in wide circulation thereafter. So he, having said his, his, his ugh and waved to the people, he then turned back to me and put hand on my shoulder and said, it is a big job. So that sticks in the mind. <laughs> He'd been working out in English what the Polish what, or from, from Polish for, <laughs> to be able to make his response. Um, then the other thing I suppose that sticks in the mind is at the end of the mass, we'd arranged that the piazza outside the cathedral would be occupied by uh, young people, because obviously it was a high pressure on the spaces, even though we'd allocated what two and a half thousand or whatever it was uh, seats in the cathedral. Um, so the plan was that at the end of Mass, the Pope would go out through one of the, actually one of the emergency exits by the Blessed Sacrament Chapel, onto the piazza where Father Pat Harness, who's the who was the youth chaplain at the time, he had celebrated Mass with them at the same time as the Pope's Mass inside. So the Pope went outside to to greet all the young people, as you know, he was very good at doing, and um, he said. Uh, various encouraging things to them but again there's all sorts of trails go off into the into the, the distance but you you may or may not know because uh, Wojtyla and uh, Warlock um, come, sim- come close in the alphabet the two of them had sat together on some committee in Rome I forget which one it was now but it had enabled uh, Archbishop Derek to, to speak to Carol at the time about the cathedral that was being built in his diocese here in in Liverpool. And so the Pope was able to say to these young people, I have followed the story of the building of your cathedral with great interest, but you are the living cathedral of Christ the King. So I, of course, got got a great round of applause, and that's, uh, that sticks in the mind in a particular way.